On this week's episode of Shoot Your Pitch, we go back a week and we look at our picks for the scintillating wildcard weekend and then we go straight into our explanations and expectations for the divisional round and why we expect some of the marquee games from the regular season to be replayed just next week in the championship round. Stay tuned folks, we got a great show for you. Yo, I don't know about y'all, but... I know that when I make predictions for anything, the week after, it's always in sports. I don't even know why I said that. I always like to go back the week afterwards and look at my predictions and see how right they were. So I think we should do that on the show if we want to hold ourselves accountable to be somewhat sports journalists. Now, I, myself, had the Colts winning. Colts won 21-7. Had the Cowboys winning. Cowboys won 22-24. Had the Chargers winning, the Chargers won twenty three to seventeen, and I had the Bears winning. Now, if, if Parky doesn't, you know, miss it and that tip doesn't happen, I'm four out of four. Now, Rudy, I don't think you were as good. I think you were one out Uh-oh, of. Oh no, I I told I told you my biases. I told you exactly the reasons why my uh, my picks weren't good at all. Um, so I picked the Colts to win over the Texans. So that was one. Um, I, how, however, I, uh, picked the Seahawks over the Cowboys, not because I thought that the Seahawks would win. Um, I just have this very irrational, uh, dislike for the Cowboys. Now, where, where does that um, but, stem from? Because that, that's weird. Like, you're not, a NFC, you're not an NFC East fan. So, so what is it about the Cowboys that just – I don't know. I, 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 guess, I guess them dubbing themselves America's team, even though they haven't really done much in the past forever, I don't think they could actually hold that title when they haven't done anything in so long. Um, but outside of that, it's more or less an irrational dislike. But I did say in the last stream that I did think that they were more than capable of winning. Yeah, yeah um, no, you, you did say that. And then going into the day after, I picked the Ravens to beat the Chargers. I thought defense – well, that whole day, that whole Sunday, I thought defense was going to win out. And the Ravens' defense did their jobs. The Ravens' offense, however, did not do their jobs. They – did their jobs as best they could before the Chargers uh, took it out of the water. But I did – well, it would have been a blowout if the Ravens didn't start coming back. And the sad yeah, part so is if, most of it would have been field goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, let's talk about that game because um, I know a lot of people wanted Joe Flacco to come back into that game. And I think that would have been a bad idea. I think Lamar Jackson got them there. Lamar Jackson should have ended their season, and he did end their season. Um, See, I, I, I saw it both ways. I understand why people would want uh, Flacco to be back in. Uh, more I, experience I, has has been in that position. But um, funny, uh, interesting enough, uh, Harbaugh did kind of hint that Flacco was going to be leaving at the end of the season. Yes. Yeah, he did. He did. I think that was yeah, he said that. He said that uh, – He's going to have a big market out there. No matter who, yeah, and he's going to root yep. for him no matter who he plays for. Yep. So may, maybe it was uh, something upper management wanted, like a complete change in uh, structure and culture. Um, but that, 
see you, you see it like that. I I see that. I see it as protecting uh, your asset. If Joe, go, if Joe Flacco goes up there and stinks it up, you can't you can't get much trade value out of that. <laughs> but if you think you know he's gonna have like a decent game and you know the, I mean I, that's all I'm saying. I don't think it was. Uh, I thought it, I think it was just business, strictly business, nothing more. They, they knew that they, they needed to get rid of him. And you might as well try to keep his value at a high cost. Well, it, it, it also depends on what uh, what teams are willing to pay for an aging quarterback like that. But we'll, we'll see next season. Um, but going into the very last game, I also picked defense. Uh, personally, I wanted the Eagles to win. But I just I thought the defense of the Bears would have overwhelmed the Eagles, but I was well, I was far from right. Well, look, you, you were right and you were wrong. It was obvious that their game plan. Oh, um, it was obvious that their game plan was to strategize around uh, Chicago's defense. Nick Foles was throwing that ball quick. That's all their plays were. They were just quick. Outlet passes, quick, quick, I'll quick. Just get the ball. Get, what are you saying? But I'll say um, that game started off better than the Baltimore. San, uh, I'm sorry, Baltimore, L.A. Chargers game. Like it, it seemed like the Eagles were able to at least get passes off that weren't floated passes that were screens. Yeah. And can, can we talk about how uh, going back to this? Uh, I keep saying San Diego, but going back to the LA Chargers game. Chargers. Can we go? Can we go back to how it, it's? I don't know what was wrong with Philip Rivers's uh, throws, but they seemed a little off. They seemed kind of uh, short, like there was a lot of air under them. Uh, well, think about the, the uh, climate. Like think about just the the weather right now. In Baltimore, it's cold. It's bitter. You know that and if that if that's the case, that does not fare well for him for this Sunday. Yeah, going to Foxborough, not a fun place yeah. to play. No, it's not. And it's it's going to snow, and it's going to be about ten degrees, of, uh, three to five inches of snow. Ten degrees with wind chill, or ten degrees prior no. to wind chill. Ten degrees prior to wind chill. Jeez. But yeah, let, let's talk about that later. Let, let's get to these first two games and what we were right and wrong about. The Colts Texans game, I don't even think we need to talk about that. I think everything we said turned out to be true. Um and Andrew Luck was just more experienced. Yeah. And I feel bad for Deshaun Watson because now people are gonna, you know, try to make it seem like he was a big it was like uh just a him problem when it really wasn't the team just didn't seem focused, and that offensive line that the Colts just virtually neutralized uh, Clowney and White. Yeah, I thought I thought their defensive line would have showed up a little better than what they did. I, that's what you spent all those picks on, man. You know, you know if if you know you have a quarterback, a great quarterback, and he's taking too many hits, if you just take the time and. Um, Take the time and get get a good offensive line around him. You know you can do big things, and I think that's what the Colts were looking to do, and I think they're doing it well. 
Yeah, I think they're doing extremely well right now. Um, I do want to. I do want to ask ask you about what do you think the Texans' future is going forward? Because it doesn't seem like it seems like this could have been possibly their uh, best shot. Clowney is a uh, restricted free agent next year, correct? Uh, yeah. So the belief is that he will be franchise tagged. But then Tyron Matthew. Well, they, they can sign Tyron Matthew if they franchise tag at Jadavion. So that's what they're going for. But but that's only if he does accept the contract. I would think that you would do it sequentially just to figure out everything going well, into next well, season. They're, they're both restricted free agents. So unless oh, they're they, both restricted. They're okay. both restricted free agents. So unless they're going to throw a huge contract at him, I don't know what their future is, but I do think their future, maybe they're starting to look and say, maybe Bill O'Brien ain't it. You know, I think a lot of teams are maybe realizing that just because Bill Belichick is an amazing coach doesn't mean that his coaching tree will be an amazing coach. Yeah. Um, I don't know who you would uh, – who, who, who would you pick to replace the Texans head coach, though? Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, that's that's not a bad, that's not a bad choice. Mike McCarthy, uh, he's he's out for the year. I don't know if you know, but because the Jets are now hiring Adam Gase from the Miami Dolphins, um, Mike McCarthy has said he's just going to sit out the year. So, what was the reasoning uh, for McCarthy even wanting the Jets job in the first place? If you want to go into that, Sam Darnold. There's your answer. No more than that. Sam Darnold. I think people see that Sam Darnold was a really good quarterback with a lot of potential. And they want in. They want in on that potential. And the Jets, you know, they have some they have some decent space open in their cap. Um, they have the, the Jets aren't a bad team. I just feel like they're it's mismatched. There. Well, as long as Darnold doesn't become another, you know who. McCarthy <laughs> should be fine. Well, that too. But I was getting to the guy that everybody keeps uh, complaining about after leaving Green Bay. Ah, and, uh, apparently, you... apparently they're even pointing at him for the fault of uh, McCarthy's firing. Yes, yes, and um, I don't remember their their new coach's name. Um, LaFleur, LaFleur, the offensive coordinator from the Tennessee Titans. That's who the Green Bay Packers hired. The Green Bay Packers, with Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb, hired an co- offensive coordinator who could not get the best out of Marcus Mariota and Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry. Now, that, that, that brings me to this question. Is Randall Cobb even going to be there next year? I'm not sure how his contract is. I haven't really um, I, th- I think he is. The Patriots were willing to give up date for him at the uh, middle of the season this year, and Green Bay decl- declined any trade. So I'm assuming they want them yeah. to be there, and they've talked to him, and uh, he wants to be there, most importantly. All right. Well, that kind of answers that if they're not willing to give up, uh, yeah. give up some uh, draft or get some draft picks for him. So you, you gonna eat some crab, some cowboys crab? Uh, me? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, 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 I didn't doubt their ability to win. I just don't want them to win. So if you look at it that way, I've been eating Cowboys crow ever since they had a winning record this year. So, um, I mean, I'll definitely take uh, to, I'll I'll take the credit or blame, however you want to call it, for them winning. <laughs> um, well, not credit wise, but I'll take the blame for them winning. But I will take responsibility for saying that they were going to lose. That, that's not a problem. It, it, it's it's always a give take with them. <laughs> I just I, yeah. I don't have a good relationship with the Cowboys, I guess. But yeah. I guess that's neither here or there. At least until we get into their uh, their matchup for this uh, upcoming week, which is. Oh yeah, I mean we didn't even talk too much about the Eagles game. I just wanted to say, uh, I'm hoping Cody Parkey as well. I'm hoping he's just you know living his life and not letting too much get to him because, man, that would be rough. To know that the kick got blocked and to know he's still getting blamed, that sucks. That, that would probably suck. Yeah, totally forgot about that, if I'm going to be completely honest. I'm glad you picked yeah, up well, on that. Yeah, well, the the whole narrative has been the whole uh, double doink, double doink, double doink. Well, that, that's, that's, that's kind of what happens when, when you – Build yourself a reputation for that. I mean, he had what, maybe three or four other ones as well. He, he uh, had four season. in a game. He had four. In oh, a game. four in a game. Was that against the Lions? Yes, it was. Okay, yeah. I thought I remembered watching that. I know because uh, we live in Toledo, and I I get that uh I get that channel, so I'm forced to watch Lions games sometimes. I don't get a choice, <laughs> and I watched yeah, it four times. I remember watching that. What was that Thanksgiving by chance? I do not think so. Okay. I don't know why I thought Thanksgiving. Oh, wait, no. Who they played Thanksgiving? Not sure, but I thought it was Thanksgiving. But, yep, stood corrected again. That's fine. So, let's get to this week's games. Um, First one, Colts v. Chiefs. I'm just going to ask you for straight up who you got. I got the Chiefs. You got the Chiefs? Yep, fair, I have the fair. Um, something I, tells me Andrew Luck might have some luck. I have the Colts. I have the Colts. You know what? They're hot. They're hot. They're hot. They're hot. They're hot. Uh, and, the and their line, defense actually played well. Yeah. Like, very well. They're uh, The Chiefs are five-and-a-half-point favorites. The ESPN FPI predictor. So, I remember the last time we – uh, did the, the the first week of the playoffs? I was using the ESPN playoff predictor, and we weren't really sure what like rating system they were using. They used their own Football Pro Index, and that's what they 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 run about ten thousand simulations of the game through a computer, and that's the percentage that they get. You want to just simulate all Madden games. But they they claim that their system you know accounts for for uh, weather, for um, for I don't know uh, if I believe that home field I mean, yeah I, I, look that's what they say man that's what they say um, so yeah the ESPN predictor has Kansas City winning at seventy four point nine percent all right Andy Reid no no I I, I had to just take a second. 
any read. Oh, my favorite uh, card reader. <laughs> he has a reputation in the playoffs for not being a good coach. Do you think this year, if they win it all, would change that? I mean, I thought he was a good regular season coach. I, I've always thought he was a good regular season coach. I just thought he couldn't get it done in the playoffs. But he was definitely tenfolds better than uh, a certain head coach from Cincinnati that was just let go. Marvin Lewis. Yeah. I always take Marvin Lewis so I know I can get it. But still, <laughs> um, Andy, Andy Reid just there, – there were so many teams that he had that just started off hot, just hot, 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 and then they just sizzled away in the playoffs. And if this is another one of those teams, that's a serious just knock on his legacy. Yeah, um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think he'll at least be able to get one game this year. Uh, and depending on if it's the Patriots or the Chargers, uh, you know, I'll, I'll come to my decision after this week because yeah. I might not even have that choice. Yeah, that's very true. Okay, um, so would you rather have an elite offense or an elite defense? Now, the only reason I ask that is Ooh. how is my quarterback though? The, well, hold on, hold on. The Colts don't have the best defense in the world. But I would say that looking at last week, they do have a pretty good defense. And Ooh, that look is at, really tough, though. Yeah. And I, and I specifically really, asked that for the playoffs. And, and the reason why I say that is because the last week, two elite defenses got knocked out. So I don't, I, I don't know where to go from there. It depends on how the I guess it depends on how the offense and how the quarterback is. Because yeah. uh, we saw an elite defense with a uh, below, I wouldn't say below par quarterback but a not established quarterback. And then we and saw then, one with a decent quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't think Mitchell Trudisky is that bad. Yeah, I don't think he's bad at all. Um, he threw for 300 yards. Yeah. So that that's a really tough question. I, I guess that's it, it's always conditional. Um, but I would prefer I would probably pick the offense. Okay, that's you know that's fair. But the last time there was, you know, the last time this happened, the last time an off an elite offense went against an elite defense in the NFL, I mean, wasn't it really um Super Bowl 40. No, no, no. Super Bowl 48. Are you, are you talking uh, the Broncos Richard Sherman led Seahawks versus the uh, high powered Denver Broncos? Oh, I don't know if I'd call them the Richard Sherman led. No. Well, Earl Thomas led, I guess. I wouldn't call him Earl Thomas led either. Cam Chancellor? No. Bobby Wagner. Just, oh, yeah, Bobby Wagner. To me, I mean, I mean, to me, the middle linebacker, like linebackers, are always just the natural leaders of defense. The same way a quarterback is on the offense, linebackers are always like the leaders of defense. I mean, and that's the way it should be. And he's still on the team. Uh, so I, I guess it's just so football is just one of those games where it's a one and done. And yeah, exactly. it just gets that much harder because you can't say, oh, whoever wanted it more in that game uh, 
it, it it's just whoever's the better team that that day is what it is. So you could have an elite offense that looks like crap, or you could have an elite defense that looks like crap. Now, yeah, that that's true. But what's more often than not show up? In my opinion, that's an elite offense. Yeah, I guess you could say uh, defense can feed off of uh, can feed off of themselves, whereas offense feeds off of defense more often than not, at least. For example, I think a perfect example of that was this weekend's game with the Eagles and the Bears. The Chicago defense wasn't as good as it usually is. It was to me, it was nowhere close. No, uh, like the, like I said, the first drive, they the Eagles kind of got down the field. Yeah, or at least they, the first just, couple drives. They just went down the field, you know, real easily. And at, at the end of the day, 14, uh, well, 16 points should be enough. Uh, like, as a defense, should be enough to win you a playoff game. There's no excuse for it. At home, there's no excuse for not winning that game. That's yeah, I don't know. You, you, you might have me changing my answer because uh, all last week, I might be uh, giving a bias right here as far as like because I was wrong of my uh, for my defensive <laughs> picks last week, so maybe that's why I'm going against what I uh, normally would say. But you might you might have it's, me switch my answer. It's just all times when I watched great offenses go great against great defenses. Yeah, the great offense may get some points, but in the end, the great defense prevails. You know. When a team just has great offense and average defense, teams can just get hot for one game and beat them. For example, I don't think anyone this year will say that the Chiefs are anywhere as good as the Patriots, or or vice versa, the Patriots are anywhere as good as the Chiefs. But the Patriots were able to beat the Chiefs in a in a shootout. Well, um, do you, so so going back in history a little bit, um, the '06 Super Bowl. Uh, the Rex Grossman Bears, essentially, they had a pretty solid defense, but yeah. their offense was just crap. Uh, they couldn't get the job done, but yeah, they that that was largely in part of Rex Grossman's ability to play the offense or to at least get through the Colts' defense. So I, I see where you're coming from, but that that's one of the examples that kind of flips it a little bit with okay, a, that, elite okay, offense with a decent defense. But look at the 2007 and 2011 Giants. Oh man, you're bringing it up for yourself, man. Look, man, it it it's, it is what it is. The Patriots did not have great defense. Those, oh, those the heck, well, 2007, offense, 2007. We had an elite offense and a great defense. 2011 was just just amazing Brady, amazing wide receivers, amazing tight ends, and the 30th ranked defense in the NFL. So call that what it is, but <laughs> they got there. Uh, I, I mean, that's fair. They, they also caught fire at a really, really, really good time. The Giants? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both times, coincidentally. Yes, yes, and they almost lost that. They almost they should have even been in the Super Bowl that year. Do you remember what happened in the NFC Championship game? Against? You're going to have to jog my memory. 49ers, uh, the punt return fumble. The oh, NFC Championship game. oh, yeah, that's right. 
they shouldn't have even been there. Like, this was the peak of Colin Kaepernick's powers, and he was just like killing teams. And I expected him to get down the field and get either a field goal or a touchdown and send those boys home. And I think not here in 2007, something happened with with the Vikings, where the Vikings should have been in it. Are you talking about the, uh, the year Brett Favre threw that pick in overtime? No, that was against the – that was a full against the field. I don't think that was against the Giants, but that, that may have been – That wasn't game. against the Giants, no. Man. That was uh, that was in the playoffs, though. I believe it was the Saints. Yes, that's right, because that's where that whole bounty gate thing started. <laughs> but, you know, we are getting too off topic. Okay. Yeah. Cowboys versus Rams at the Coliseum. Oh, man. See, this is where I'm really bad at this, because now I want to pick the Cowboys just so I can say, yeah, I picked the Cowboys so they lose. But well, the old sharp technique. Yeah, but I, I can't. I can't. I can't say uh, the Rams will lose at least the first round. Uh, it's a hard one. I don't know who to pick. I'm not making a lot of you. I don't know who to pick on this. Well, you got to pick I, one. I, flip a coin. Who'd you pick? I picked the Rams. I'm picking the Cowboys. All right. Um. And I hate to say this, and I re- trust me, I really hate to say no, this. No, the Cowboys looked decent last week. Oh, no, that's not what I was going to say. I hate to say What I was going to well, say, I, I, I hate, hate to say, say that. is that I agree with Skip Bayless. And I agree with Skip Bayless in the fact that the Cowboys can only go as far as Dak Prescott takes them. Now, the reasons I'm saying that are different than the reasons he's saying it. He's saying it because thinks like uh, he's the alpha of the team and um, that he leads the team and you know they get their momentum off of him to me it's not that about it's not about that whatsoever to me that just needs to be decent if that can't throw they're just gonna they're just gonna load the box up the seat's not gonna be able to run then your defense is gonna be out on the field too much the defense is going to be on the field too much. They're going to get tired. Um, games are going to – then you get behind quickly. Then you can't run the ball. So then you're forced to throw the ball. Then you just get into a cycle where you're forced to throw the ball. If you can't throw it well, like Dak usually can't. Um, you don't get as many easy, simple routes. And that's how you lose games. And I think that, that's been a lot of teams' formula for beating the Cowboys this year. And it's worked more often than it hasn't. And uh, – that's why just Dak being decent means so much. If he can just make a few throws, just a few throws, nothing extraordinary. Nobody's asking him to be Tom Brady. Nobody's asking him to be Drew Brees. They're just asking him to make basic, basic throws. And I, I see a, time, a lot of times where he misses them or he holds the ball on too long, and it really affects the way they want to do things. Um, so... It, it's it's true. If he can be decent, they'll get as far as he can take them, and that's just the truth. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, but at the end of the day, we are we all know who the driving force is behind there, and but it it, it is definitely conditional that 
uh, an opposing team's defense can't contain Zeke because of uh, Prescott being at least able to get the ball upfield even a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, um, that, that, that's a fair assessment. Although I can't, I can't necessarily say that. Uh, I agree that the Cowboys win, but again, yeah. that's that's just that's you just also me. Said that last being, week. Yeah. Well, but last week I actually said that I see the Cowboys win, or I could see the Cowboys win. Not, not so much this week. Okay. But, well, uh, let me that's ask, just let me because. Ask you this. Uh, is rest is rest a bad thing? Is rest a bad thing you said? Rest or rust. rest? Both both work. Is rest a um, bad thing? I guess it's just dependent on the quarterback. I mean, I've never seen Jared Goff in this uh, situation, so I, I, I think it's about the quarterback. Oh, uh, partially, I think yeah. A, I think it's about the coach. Yeah, that, that, I mean, it, it, it's it's a team sport. It's about everybody. But so I'll, I'll go back to one of the uh, go back in history again for the Colts. Um, so uh, the the years they've reached the Super Bowl, um, uh, the year that they won, at least they didn't have time off. Uh, so that that was pretty good for them. But well, they weren't allowed every- that year. Were they? Were they out? I thought they were. No, they were the two seed, weren't they? Were they? Let me look that up real quick. Yeah, you should look that up. Yeah. But anyways, um, every time I've seen Peyton Manning get rest, it it hasn't actually been great for him. But let me look that up because I might be swallowing my pill right now. But I haven't I haven't really paid great attention to football lately. If I'm going to be completely honest. Um, let's see. Yeah, they were, uh, regular season. Yeah, they actually, uh, were first in the AFC South and finished. Let's see what their postseason schedule is. I'll go ahead and keep going while I uh, look through this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my, my big thing is if I think rest can be a deterrent for some teams, I think rest can be the driving force that just makes you um, rusty. And, and, and when you're in the playoffs, that half step, that little half step that can occur from being out for a week or two can be the difference between a team winning it all and a team uh, losing. Wild card playoffs. Yep, uh, the Colts played the Chiefs. I was right. They were a wild card. Let's see where Col- uh, I am just on Wikipedia right now. I'm not seeing any seating on it. But uh, that was the year that uh, that uh, the Cowboys botched that uh, that field goal. Game against the Seahawks. Yep. Man, we didn't even bring that up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then the fo- following in divisional uh, – the divisional round, it was the Colts versus the Ravens. And then I believe it was Colts versus uh, Patriots. New England. Yep. Yeah, that's right, because that was the – we blew that 15-point lead. I remember. Yep. You do not have to – That was when, uh, when 
Belichick decided to go for it on. Uh, nope, 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 nope. That was oh no, that was regular season, wasn't it? Yeah, I just remember that uh, there was a comeback. Fuzzy mind. Um, yeah, that that was two thousand nine, right? I'll be completely honest. I do not remember at this point. Yeah, I think it was two thousand nine because it was a fourth and one, and the ball got over the plane. I know that. Okay, it, it couldn't have been two thousand and six because I remember posting about it on Facebook. <laughs> there you go. Uh, using Facebook as a timeline. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I, I still think rest can be a problem. If I was a team, it depends. Okay, I think you were right. I think it depends on the team. If you have an older team, a little bit of rest can do a lot for you. But I think for a younger team like L.A., I think sometimes maybe it starts to form too much of maybe a mental bubble. And you just need to go out there and just play the game to keep the feel that you have going for it and to keep that momentum going. And that's the most important part. Um, it, it also depends, like, athletes are creatures of habit. Yes, um, yes. If, if they don't play a week prior, that could throw off their psyche. So depending yeah. on who it is, it could definitely affect them. That could be for coaches, players, anybody in that locker room, essentially. Yeah. Hell, even um, refs. That, that is true. They are athletes on that field who run better oh, than most You see people. how fast they run? Man. Yeah, think, I mean, think about how old they are, and they have to keep up with the players. I mean, they don't have pads on or anything, but I do commend them for running in the cold and everything. Uh, that's oh. just – I mean, I, I, will, I would love and hate to be one. Let's just break it down like that. I would love to be one against certain coaches. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be a referee for a Bill Belichick team. He, he yells at refs a lot. <laughs> I can so. see that. And it, I, I don't. I honestly don't think it'd be like a full out yell. I, I, I would think like it's more like a, oh, I'm a dis, I'm disappointed in you type of yelling. Oh no, he, he yells. No, it, it's, okay. it's actually yells. Yeah, uh, I, I I just see Belichick kind of like uh kind of like Popovich type deal. Like it it just seems like it would be, oh that's disappointing that you called that call type deal. Even though they're yelling at you, you feel disappointed more than anything else. So the Rams are favored okay. by seven, and the little ESPN FBI thing has them at a seventy eight point seven percent chance of winning. Okay. All right. Now, just because we were talking about Belichick, this is a really good quick transition to Chargers versus Patriots at Foxborough. Um, uh, I'm not going against Brady and Foxborough. That's see that that's fair. I I okay. I can understand why people would go against Brady and Foxborough, um, just because of the year that the team is having. But people, I don't know, people have been really making me mad. They've been making it sound like Brady is a bum and has been a bum all year when, okay, let me just say it like this. <laughs> What's been the media narrative for Phillip Rivers this year? MVP. MVP. This is his year. 
Uh, this is one of the best years he's ever had. You know, he can do all. Oh, he can do it this year. Um, I don't know. We said that about him like six different times, and he hasn't gotten it done. Okay, and, you know, it, it, about Brady this year. Half of the time wasn't his fault. Uh, and to speak on uh, or to paraphrase Max Kelly, he's the worst that he's ever been. Or yes, the worst quarterback left in the AFC. It's cool because. Brady has one less interception and one less touchdown than Philip Rivers. I don't know. It's like he, he just sets too high of a standard for himself that even after throwing over 4,500 yards, he's still called the worst quarterback left. Now, if you say, <laughs> like, he's the oldest and that could play in effect, I could give you that. Or I could, yes, you but, could at least make a debate that, about that. That, yeah, exactly, but that's not the argument he's making. He's just saying he's the worst. You know, Max, Max Kellerman's been saying this stuff about a cliff for, for years now, and just in a desperate effort to not be wrong, he just keeps bringing it up. And that's, well, he also keeps changing the narrative on it to make him seem right, but then he'll rechange it to make him seem or well, make him more wrong, I guess. You all um, mean like the narrative that he's doing with James Harden and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo for MVP? I didn't hear what he said about Giannis, but I thought that was only uh, um, what's his name, Ryan Hollins. But uh, I don't know. Um, I, well, he said KD wasn't in his top five, so that <laughs> right there kind of discredits him. Oh, right, right yeah, yeah, but. I mean, I, I guess it's a subjective list, so it, it is what it is. We'll, okay, we'll keep to, that for we'll keep matchup. that for another day. Yeah, back to the matchup. This is the matchup of this is the oldest uh, postseason quarterback matchup of all time, with Brady being forty-one and Philip Rivers being thirty-seven. Um, so hopefully, this will be the oldest one until the Super Bowl, because I would love for a love for a Saints Patriots Super Bowl. With the old man leading the way. Uh, yeah, but, I, uh, I'm not going against Tom Brady. Well, yeah, Philip Rivers is one in seven in his uh, with that. Uh, Philip Rivers has a one in seven record against the Patriots. That one year that he won was 2008, the year Brady was out. So he has an zero and seven record against Brady. So uh, I mean, there's not much more you can say to that. I well, know. I also want to bring up what we uh, what we already talked about earlier as far as how Rivers played last week. Uh, it looks like he wasn't getting much uh, – his throws were really off to me. It, it just looks it looks like they went limp a little bit. Um, the, the offense that they've been known for all this year seems a little off. And if they played this – if they played like that this week, they're not going to be able to hang. The only reason why they got off lightly was because Lamar Jackson fumbling and the Ravens' offense not being that great. That's just the truth. Yeah, and um, like the passes that so Philip Rivers made one really really good pass downfield. Um, so I'm not saying that he can't make a good pass, or I'm not saying that he won't make a good pass in this upcoming game. It's just from what I've seen, all the all the passes that he was making, mainly uh, screen passes 
and uh, checkdowns, they yeah. still didn't seem really quick or snazzy. They, it, I, I wouldn't even call them floaters at that point because it seemed like he wanted to get it out of there faster than he did, but they didn't. Okay, okay but that, that that defense. So I mean, I think I think that's a really easy like makeup to think that you know that defense and how good they are. You got to get that ball out quickly to try to neutralize them. It just wasn't going well for them. I agree. Oh I, yeah, I really get what you're getting there. Yeah, but, but it, um, if if he plays anything like that, then it's GG. Yeah, uh, we'll and see. I hope he does. We'll see. We'll see. I really hope he does. It's going to be an amazing coaching matchup. Anthony Lynn is so much better than he gets credit for, and it's really starting to make me mad. The dude's a great coach, and what he's done with the with the Chargers, um, it, it's just been amazing. It's just been amazing, and he should get way more credit than what he gets. Um, I really haven't been able to do X factors or who I think is going to blow the doors out of the other two games. So if we went back to him, Patrick Mahomes is the X factor for the, the Chiefs game because if he plays at like 100% of his like powers, GG, we know that that offense can't be stopped. Well, that, that means Tyree Kill would have a really big game, by the way. Uh, no, because Travis Kelsey, there are other running backs. I think, I think uh, Tyree Hill can be quiet and he can, they can still fall out. You know what I mean? Well, he'll probably have one or two big plays that will uh, inflate his stats a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of like how Lamar Jackson did the last game. I, I don't know. I would, no, I wouldn't call that inflated. I wouldn't call that because if, if they go down the field and score that last one, then they're winning. It's not like it was garbage. No, 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 no. That, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, he could have those last couple plays that look really good taking them downfield, like 70-something yards. Uh, well, two drives uh, worth 70-something yards, so 140-something yards. But uh, his 10 throws or whatever it was uh, for a buck 70, buck 80 or something, um, that would make his stats seem a lot better than what the game actually looked like. Um, you get, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. The Cowboys, uh, once again, I got to go Zeke. Gotta go, Zeke. Um, he's the most important player. If he if he pops off, and he gets out early, and they can do some quick outlet passes to make it easy for Dak to get him into that rhythm, you know, then it's all about if the Dallas defense can step up. He's the most important part for that offense. Uh, Chargers, Patriots, James White. Uh, I think James White has been the key to our offense all this year, um, and I think he's been the most important player. That's not named Brady. On our offensive side of the ball, let me just say that. Uh, I expect James White, James White to ball out. I expect him to at least have 10 catches, probably about a good 130 yards uh, catching, and probably two or three touchdowns just because he's that vital to our offense. Uh, and the last game, Eagles versus Saints. I, I don't know how much I really have to say about this. Oh, let me go back. Patriots are favored by four points. Uh, New England has a 65 uh, chance of winning, according to the ESPN FBI. Now we can get to the Eagles and the Saints. All right, Eagles and Saints. You already know my answer for this. It's been the same since probably week seven. But who do you Saints? got? Yes, yeah, sir. I have the Saints. All right, I so I think. Go ahead. I think Drew Brees is really just gonna do the thing. You know, like I brought up earlier. If you're older, that week of rest can do it for you. 
I think uh, he, he had a very not great into the year, Drew Brees, and I think this is going to be worth it. I think um, that rest is going to show, and he's going to look young again. He's going to come out here, and he's going to own it. But if the Eagles yep. won, I wouldn't be surprised. If that's what the yeah, football I, gods want, apparently that's what the football gods want. You know, I, I can't disagree with you on that. Yeah. Uh, the, the Eagles have proven me wrong time and time again this season. I didn't think they were even going to get near the playoffs, but look at them now. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if, yeah. They, if they beat if, if they beat the Saints, good on them. Um, the Saints are eight-point favorites, and the ESPN FBI has them with an 80, as the Saints, with an 80.9% chance to win the game. That's way wow. better than it was against Chicago. And I don't think that's wow. anything against – that's not. That's nothing against uh, the Eagles. That's just saying how like dominant the Saints have been. I mean, we saw what happened when they played each other earlier in the year. You you have to think: Can Nick Foles be that much of a difference to, you know, go from having the the biggest loss that a uh, a holding Super Bowl team has ever had to winning in the playoffs? If Nick Foles can do that for them, they need to go ahead and trade. Uh, Oh boy, Carson Wentz. Well, that, uh, that brings up what? What? What, what do you? I, I think we went over this last time. Um, you said uh, that you would probably keep Carson Wentz between the two, correct? Yep. Okay, that, that's fair. But yeah, I, I agree. If Nick Foles can go out and win another Super Bowl, or can even get close to one, yeah, I, that that is that is some serious consideration that you have to uh, yeah. you have to throw in. So, yeah, I, I <laughs> that's I mean, that's pretty much all we have for the week. Yep. So to wrap it up, let, let's go over uh, our picks again. So, Chargers Patriots, we both picked the Patriots. Uh, Eagles Saints, we both picked the Saints. Uh, Cowboys Rams, it's split down the middle. Yep, you got Rams, I got Cowboys. Yes, sir. And then the very last one, very last one, it's blanking in my head for some reason. Chiefs, oh, Colts, geez. we split. The first one. Yep, we split. So, with that being said, um, those are our picks. And we will come back next week and review our picks. And yep. we'll go from there. All right, until then, uh, we'll have more basketball content coming out along with uh, soccer, depending on if there is uh, certain news going on there. Yeah. Um, And then we'll have more football next week. Uh, So until then, we're signing off.